Hi, my name is Shane, and you're listening to the Cross-Examination Podcast, where we discuss eternal truths for today's believers. I'll share my journey of faith from trauma, dysfunction, and abuse to the abundant life Jesus has promised here on earth. We'll discuss topics like healing, forgiveness, humility, and servanthood, and I'll give you practical guidance for walking faithfully with the Lord. So get out your Bible, grab your coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Cross-Examination Podcast. I'm Shane. Today, I want to talk to you about dealing with your past. I don't know how you feel when you hear me say that we're going to be talking about dealing with our past. I'm sure there's a variety of emotions that people experience when they think about their past. Some, maybe their past is good. Maybe they have a lot of really good memories and they've learned a lot and they've gone into adulthood happy and healthy. But for other people like me, thinking about your past is a struggle. And it's a struggle because childhood wasn't what childhood should be. And there's a lot of things in your past that maybe you regret, that you wish you hadn't done or that you wish others hadn't done to you. But I feel like we need to address it because I feel like it is one of the single greatest hurdles to achieving who God has called us to be. Recently, I had an opportunity to confront my past. During the coronavirus, uh, my husband needed a car part that we couldn't find nearby. And because of the shipping costs and the shipping delays that we were experiencing during the virus, it was actually just easier for us to drive the hour to get the car part ourselves. And so when he told me what city he was in, just hearing the city's name, it gave me anxiety and I didn't wanna go. And I told my husband that I felt this anxiety and um, I just kind of left it at that because honestly, I didn't even want to want to get into the reason why a city name could cause me to feel sick. So we started to drive to the city on this morning that we were going there and um, I continued to kind of feel this anxiety. And so I just prayed and I asked God that he would reveal to me why I'm feeling this way. And once we got to the city, I was surprised. It was beautiful. But I don't remember it being beautiful. When I lived there 20 years ago, maybe a little more than 20 years ago, I remember it being dark. I remember it being scary. And I remember it being lonely. Because as a little girl, a lot of really awful things happened for the year that I lived there. My mom and I and my two younger sisters moved to Michigan in 1995. And we moved to a small town that was very different from the large California city that we had come from. And we lived with a man who was not good. He was abusive and he was violent and that year that I spent living there with him was just one of the worst times of my life. That's why I remember a dark city. That's why I remember loneliness and fear. But when we got to the city, I knew that I had to find the house that we used to live in. So I drove um, 
or my husband was driving and I, I said, hey, we got to go to this part and we got to go over here and we got to turn left and we found the house. And I looked at it and uh, the siding had been completely redone. I almost didn't recognize it. And all at once, this flood of emotions came back and this flood of memories came back. And I remembered some of the good things that I had uh, experienced there that I hadn't remembered prior to seeing it. I remember I got my first boombox there. Hey, boombox fans. I got my first CD there. It was a TLC CD. I learned how to rollerblade there. I got a puppy there who ended up pooping on my pillow. Don't ask me why that was lumped in with the good memories. I also remember falling on rollerblades and bruising my tailbone so hard I couldn't sit down for months. Again, not sure why I felt that was a good memory. But then I remembered the bad stuff and I remembered and felt what it was like to be that little girl again. But I really had to take it all in. I really had to experience it. I really had to confront it. Because if I didn't, I knew that I would never move past it. And as I think about that time in my life today, I'm not afraid of it anymore. It no longer seems dark or scary. It no longer seems like it has any hold over me. It no longer snaps me into anxiety or fear. I feel free from it. What is it about confronting our past that leads to such freedom? And why, if we know this freedom can exist, do we still choose to live in bondage? The great theologian Jay-Z said, you can't heal what you don't reveal. Okay, so Jay-Z isn't a theologian, but that's like a really good line. And it's true. And for our purposes, it's biblical. Making peace with your past is not easy, but it's possible. I know that it's possible because in John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus said, My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. The peace of Jesus is perfect, friends. And if it's perfect, that means it can con conquer any terrible memory, any sordid past, any lurid thing that you'd rather keep hidden. The peace of Jesus leads us to freedom. The Bible tells us that the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Do you know that if we have Jesus, we can have peace and freedom? And I say we can have because it really is a choice. Have you ever heard the expression, hurt people hurt people? Well, it's true. Hurt people hurt people and rejected people reject people and broken people break people. If we don't transform this pain, this past, we will transfer it to everyone we come into contact with. We'll ruin relationships and we'll be confused as to why it's even happening. So how do we do this? How do we make peace with a past? Well, the first thing we have to do is confront it. But we're not just confronting the past. We have to confront the feelings we have about it. We have to confront shame. 
Shame is one of those things that really makes you feel like you're not worthy and that nothing could ever make you worthy again. But do you know that God knows everything you've ever done? He knows the worst of you and he still invites you in. I think that I overcame shame by repenting. 1 John 1 9 says that if we confess our sins, that God is faithful and just to forgive us. And if God can forgive us, who are we not to forgive ourselves? I think that we also have to confront fear. I know I did. Fear, fear leads us to ask questions like, well, what if it happens again? And if you struggle with this idea that your past will repeat itself or that you'll always be the mistakes you made, that you won't be able to overcome them, I'd like to remind you that God says that he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And so if we're struggling with fear over our future, It can't be because of God. It can only be because of the enemy. I think that the final thing that we have to do is we have to pursue healing. And I don't think healing is something we stumble upon. I think it's something that we work for. Ways that I found healing over my past is by sharing it with other people that I trust. Maybe therapy isn't for you. Maybe you just need a really good friend. Sharing my past has released me from the burden of feeling like I'm alone with it. In our church, we encourage confession and testimony. I would encourage you to confess and to look and see where God was in your past. When you were going through these things, where was he in it? What was he trying to teach you? What was he trying to tell you? What I did is I wrote it all down. I wrote some of the worst, most painful memories down. I read it, I cried over it, and then I threw it away. The final thing that I think we need to do is forgive others. Matthew 6.15 says that if we do not forgive others, their sins against us, that God won't forgive our sins against him. And I know that's really hard to hear because some of you have been through some awful things. Some of you have had people sin against you in the worst ways that are imaginable. And can I tell you that you're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for you. As we continued to drive through that town after I saw my old house, I remembered that there was a church there that I had went to. And I didn't remember where it looked like, but I remember, or excuse me, what it looked like, but I remember it was on a corner. And I remember being in this room and I remember eating pretzels and drinking Kool-Aid and learning about the Lord's Prayer. And I realized that I was in some sort of catechism class. And as we continued to drive through the town, I saw the church and I took a picture. And I realized by looking at that picture that even in the midst of one of the darkest years of my life, God was still there. And I was learning a prayer that would continue to get me through dark seasons, that I would memorize, that would always be in my heart, and a prayer that I could always turn to when I felt like I didn't have the words to tell God what I was feeling.
God was there. And I didn't know it when I was a kid, but I know it now. And I bet that if you look in your past and you try to ask God where he was, you'll see him there too. Making peace with your past is not easy. But if you ever want to have peace in your future, it's something that you've got to do. Let's pray. God, I thank you that we are not alone. That we are not slaves to our past. That we are not who we once were. But that in you, we are somebody new. I pray that you would give us the courage and strength to confront the worst moments in our life. The greatest pain, the greatest heartbreak, our biggest mistakes. And I pray, God, that you would help us confront our shame, confront our fear, pursue healing, and forgive others. I pray that you would bless every ear that's listening now, that you would speak to their heart about what it is that they need to confront. God, and I pray that you would give them hope, hope that things can be different going forward, hope that you're with them, and hope that they can experience the freedom that you have for them here on earth. Thank you so much for listening today. Please share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. Please also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts because that helps other people find it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at cross-examination podcast. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash cross-examination podcast. I release new episodes every Friday, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single one. Until next time, bye.